In this bulletin, Israel prepares for a ground offensive in Gaza. A man has died in a chemical explosion in Melbourne. And in Nepal, Australia's diamonds are up against New Zealand tonight in the Constellation Cup. With the latest SBS News, I'm Kira Hain. Israel has deployed hundreds of thousands of troops near Gaza ahead of a ground offensive and is promising to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. The country's defence minister, Yoav Gallant, says the country is determined to eliminate Hamas. The United Nations is calling for rapid humanitarian access to Gaza after Israel imposed a blockade while it continues its airstrikes, which are the heaviest in the history of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Gaza's only power station has shut down, cutting off electricity. Israel's military says more than 1,200 people have been killed in Israel, while Gaza's health ministry says at least 1,100 people have died. In the United States, President Joe Biden has dispatched his Secretary of State Antony Blinken to Israel. In an address to Jewish community leaders, President Biden described Saturday's attack by Hamas militants as the deadliest day for Jewish people since the Holocaust. This attack uh, was uh, a campaign of pure cruelty, not, not just hate, but pure cruelty against the Jewish people. And I would argue it's the deadliest day for Jews since the Holocaust. The deadliest day since the Holocaust. One of the worst chapters in human history that reminded us all that, that expression I learned from my dad early on, silence is complicity. A man has died after a chemical explosion caused a fire in a factory in Melbourne's west. The 44-year-old's body was discovered inside the Durumet factory after firefighters extinguished the blaze, which took more than two hours to bring under control. Nobody else was injured. Police say the circumstances surrounding the incident are yet to be determined and that WorkSafe Victoria is also investigating. A spin-off company of consultancy firm Price Waterhouse Coopers has been given the go-ahead to receive contracts from the federal government. The Department of Finance has published a letter saying their investigation has concluded Skyn Advisory has the appropriate governance, accountability and ethical frameworks in place to contract with the Commonwealth, but that it could be monitored for at least the next year. PwC remains under the microscope at a Senate inquiry into the sharing of tax information. Inquiry Chair Liberal Senator Richard Colbeck has told the hearing the information presented thus far paints a bleak picture of how the company operated. I find it hard in polite terms to describe how offended I am as a member of the then government that was introducing significant tax changes in the interests of the Australian people and your company, your business, was deliberately using confidential information to flout that process. Two fishermen have been rescued from a stranded boat and airlifted to hospital after suffering potentially fatal jellyfish stings off the Northern Territory coastline. They remain in Royal Darwin Hospital in a serious but stable condition. It's understood the men were fishing 20 kilometres off Dundee Beach, 135 kilometres west of Darwin, when they ran into trouble. 
The Okanji jellyfish is the smallest and most venomous species of box jellyfish in the world. There have been two confirmed Arakanji deaths in Australia. A permanent gallery dedicated to one of the world's most significant collections of Pacific art and cultural objects is being opened at the Australian Museum. The newest wing in Sydney's city centre is called One Salt Moana or One Salt Ocean. The museum's curator, Melissa Malou, says the gallery is a way to reframe and retell the stories of Australia's Pacifica history and offer a fresh perspective on an often less told aspect of multiculturalism in the country. She says many of the objects are significantly important to the Pacific diaspora in Australia and offer them the opportunity to reconnect with their ancestral heritage. This is important to us because for many years, many centuries, our histories have been narrated to us by Western perspective and through a Western lens. And in Nepal, Australia's Diamonds are up against New Zealand tonight in a four-game series against the Silver Ferns in the Constellation Cup. The Australians are going into the match in Melbourne while also battling off the court with Nepal Australia as they try to negotiate a collective player agreement. I'm Kira Hain. This is SBS News.